Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. The Super Delicious Cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman! Faster than a speeding bullet! More powerful than a locomotive! Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Who, as Clark Kent, experiences one of the most shocking surprises of his life in today's exciting episode... In just a moment, we'll return to our story. But first, let's lend an ear to our good friend, Dan McCullough. Say, gang, wouldn't you like to shake hands with the person who thought up the idea of putting those exciting comic buttons in packages of Kellogg's Pet? I know I would, because these comic buttons are just about the slickest thing that's happened in a long time. First off, there's a doggone smart looking, just about as big around as a nickel with detailed true-to-life pictures of your favorite funny paper characters, like uh, Smiling Jack, for instance. You know, you've followed his adventures. Or K.O., who's always sleeping in a dresser drawer. Or Superman, who looks uh, handsome and powerful. You think of all the wonderful things he's done. Yes, there's plenty of excitement whenever Mom opens a new package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal because that means you get a new button. Might even mean that you'll have the fun of trading duplicates with your pals. So how about asking Mom to stock up on Kellogg's Pep tomorrow? That's the only way you can get these comic buttons, you know. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But inside every package of Pep, there's a swell prize. A dazzling comic button or a military insignia or a warplane button. That's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. In the back of a book and gift shop, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, and Police Inspector Henderson found the person they had been seeking for months, the gaunt, ugly woman known as the Scarlet Widow, who had stolen the original piece of kryptonite from the Metropolis Museum. The widow was mortally wounded, but she managed to tell them that Mr. Jones, the mysterious leader of the Crescent and Star Gang, had shot her, and that he had boasted he would finish Superman. But before she... Excuse me. But before she could tell them where the two missing pieces of kryptonite were, the deadly element which robbed Superman of his strength, she lost consciousness. Inspector Henderson had her removed to the Metropolis Hospital. And as we continue now in a little anteroom off the hospital corridor, Kent and Henderson leap eagerly to their feet as Dr. Baker, the chief surgeon, enters. Listen. What's the verdict, Doctor? I'm afraid it's bad news, Inspector. Frankly, we can't save her. I was afraid of that. Is she conscious, Doctor? Not at the moment, Mr. Kent, but we've given her a transfusion and it's possible she'll regain consciousness for a short period before the end. Dr. Baker? Coming, nurse. There may be some changes. I'll call you if she's regained consciousness. All right. Thanks, Doctor. Eh, what a tough break, Kent. Yeah. She'd only held out long enough to tell us where Mr. Jones went. Well, he went after the two pieces of kryptonite, of course. You don't have to tell me that. But where? Where did he go? I wish I knew... Yes, and I wish I knew what Jones meant when he said he was going to finish Superman. I'm worried, Inspector. You and me both. Inspector, Mr. Kent. Dr. Baker's calling us. Come on. Keep your fingers crossed. Did she come too, Doc? Yes, and she asked for you, Inspector. Good. Oh, fine. 
this lucid interval won't last long. I'd advise you not to waste any time. Leave it to me. Hello, Widow. Hello, Inspector. I'm glad to see you. You've got to get that rat Jones. You've got to get him and send him to the chair for this. Yeah, yeah, sure, but... Uh... I'm done for. I know it. Otherwise, I'd take care of him myself. So it's up to you to get him. I will, if you'll help me. You said he, uh, he went after two pieces of kryptonite? Yes. The dirty double-crosser offered me $50,000 to tell him where the stuff was. So I told him. And he pulled a gun. Oh, he shot Sniggers too, huh? Yes. One bullet finished poor Sniggers. Where's the kryptonite, Widow? Tell us where it is and, and we can go after Jones. Yes. Go after him. Get him. Oh, she's losing consciousness. Doctor. I was afraid of this. You've got to do something, Doc. There's nothing I can do. I, I'm all right. I, I'm not going. Not until I get it all off my chest. That's it, that's it. Keep talking. Jones double-crossed me. Uh-huh. You've got to get him, Inspector. You've got to... I will. Just tell us where he went. Where the kryptonite is. Yes. I'll tell you. I sold one piece to the vulture. The vulture? Yes. Who got the other piece? The laugher. Holy smokes. Where are the vulture and the laugher, widow? I don't know. Hey, who's he? He's all right, widow. He's a reporter, Clark Kent. You say you don't know where to find the vulture and the laugher? No. But you'll find them, and you'll get Jones. Uh Uh-huh. Now, look, Widow. Did Jones mention anything? Anything at all about where they might be? No. All he said was he... He knew where they were. Uh Uh-huh. He was going to get kryptonite. Yeah. Had a big plan to finish Superman. Did he say what his plan was? He said... uh... Yes, Doc. Doc. You'll have to leave now, Inspector. She's unconscious again. Ah, yeah. Well, come on, Kent. All right. I'll send a report to your office, Inspector. Okay, Doc. Thanks. Thank you. Well, we're no closer to Mr. Jones than we were before, Kent. No, I'm afraid you're right. Well, if only we had some lead... Wait a minute. What's the matter? I just remembered something. What? At the bookshop. Come on, Inspector. Hurry. Well, here's the bookshop, Kent. Now what? I told you, Inspector. I might have been mistaken. I'd rather wait and see. Will you let us in, Riley? Okay, Right back here. What was, for Pete's sake? Yeah, there it is. Behind this pile of books. See? All I see is some broken glass. Look at these two larger pieces with silver on them. And this bulb and little rubber tube. Yeah? Thought I noticed it when we broke in here this morning, but then I saw the widow and forgot about it. Saw what? What is it? Mr. Jones's atomizer. He used it to spray his throat. Batman and Robin described it to me. They said it was made of beautiful glass like this and encrusted with fine heavy silver. So what? Just this. Jones couldn't stand being without his atomizer. He broke this one, so we'll have to get another. 
That gives us a lead. Oh, yeah? I suppose you mean we cover all the stores and try to catch him coming in to buy another atomizer, oh, huh? No, we don't have to cover all the stores, just a few top jewelry shops. Huh? Oh, I get it. You mean because this is such a fancy job, exactly. huh? Exactly. Apparently, Mr. Jones's taste in atomizers is the best, and I'd say only a few high-class shops like Thayer's or Bartier's carry gadgets like this one. So if we check those shops and learn that one of them sold this particular spray gun... Jones might go back to the same shop for a replacement. Say, you've got a head on you, Kent. I ought to know better than to argue with you by this time. Come on. There's only one thing, though. Jones has a couple of hours start on us, and he might have picked up his new atomizer already. But, uh, even if he did, and we locate the shop, we ought to be able to get a lead to it. And if he didn't, we can lay for it. Right. Let's go. Maybe we're on the trail at last. Leaving the bookshop, Inspector Henderson and Clark can't take up the trail of the broken atomizer. There's a startling climax coming up in today's episode, which we'll bring you in a moment. But first, here again is your announcer. Say, gang, if Mom's going shopping tomorrow for her weekend groceries, better remind her to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pet. Because you like to eat it for breakfast, of course, and also because you'll be getting another button for your collection. Maybe one of those comic buttons that you haven't got yet, like a Herbie or Lilums or even Superman himself. Or maybe it'll be a duplicate, like one you already have, you know, so that you can have even more fun swapping with your pals. Whichever one it is, you'll have a new bright-colored button to wear pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. And will you feel proud? Why, these comic buttons are real eye-catchers, done up in brilliant red and blue and black on a clear white background so that the pictures show up like anything. And aren't you glad they're so easy to get? You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But inside every package of that super-delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep, there's an exciting prize. One of these dazzling comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Ask Mom for P-E-P Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. Clark Kent and Inspector Henderson have visited four of the finest jewelry shops in Metropolis, but so far have failed to find the one which had sold the handsome silver-encrusted atomizer to Mr. Jones. Now, as the afternoon wanes, they are entering the exclusive shop of Thayer and Son on Fifth Avenue. Oh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Can I be of service to you? Well, I hope so. Take a look at these pieces of atomizer and see if you recognize them. Recognize them? Yeah. I, uh, I want to know if you sold it. Well, yes, we sold it. Oh, you did, eh? Good. Yes, this is one of a pair we imported from Belgium just before the war. It's a particularly fine specimen of... Never mind that. You say this is one of a pair? How about the other one? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. It was sold two hours ago. You mean it's gone? Well, no, it's not exactly, but it's promised to a customer. Oh, it is, eh? To whom? It isn't the policy of Thayer and Son to discuss their customers' affairs. Take a look at this. Oh, my heavens, the police. Yeah, I'm Inspector Henderson. Now, tell me about that other atomizer. Oh, yes, yes, certainly, Inspector. Well, about two hours ago, a gentleman phoned and said his brother had purchased a Louvain atomizer in our shop a year ago. Brother? Just a stall. Go on. Well, he described it as... Is this one? Yes, sir. He wanted to know if we had another one like it, and I told him we had its made. So he asked if we'd hold it for him till six o'clock, and that he'd send a young lady for it. Six o'clock, eh? Almost six now. Yes, one minute off. Yeah, we got to move fast, Ken. Look, son. 
Is there some place we can hide here so that when this party comes in, we can see her, but she can't see us? Well, you may use the office over there if you wish. Good. Come on, Ken. Right. Look, uh, what did this man say his name was? Uh, Phillips. Phillips, eh? But if you just wait in here. Thanks. There's a buzzer under the showcase which sounds in here. When the person comes in and asks the atomizer, I'll ring the buzzer. Good boy. Ah, Kent, the trail's getting warm. I'd say red hot, Inspector. What the... Now, take it easy. Take it easy. Just the big clock behind you. Uh, I'm getting jumpy. You said six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. Now, there's the buzzer. The dame's here for the atomizer. Yes. What? Great Scott. Wait, Kent. Don't go out there. Now, just cracking the door a little so you can see. Look, Inspector. Look who it is. Great Jemima. Lois Lane. Incredulously, their jaws dropping, Clark Kent and Inspector Henderson stare through the crack in the door at Lois Lane, girl reporter for the Daily Planet, who stands at the counter with the clerk. What does this mean? What possible connection can Lois have with the dangerous and deadly Mr. Jones? Fellows and girls, don't miss Monday's startling and exciting episode. It's dramatic, surprising, thrilling. So tune in then, same time, same station, for the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellas and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications. Say there, gang, have you heard? Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the grand ten-package assortment of six famous Kellogg cereals that makes breakfast so much fun. Why, it's like eating in a restaurant where you can choose from a whole list of your favorite cereals, each one in your own private package. And Mom's sure to be glad Kellogg's Variety is back. Show her how you can eat right out of the, the swell new Kell Bowl Pack. She'll like not having to wash dishes. So ask her to hurry and get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.